This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the John Kincaid Show. It's a good time. Spending Sunday mornings together. Always love it because we have good debate. We have good conversation. Here's John Kincaid. And it's a joyous Sunday with you. The John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. When you're looking for certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. You don't want to hear can't, right? We don't want to hear can't. We want to hear can. And it's so ironic that at the start of the show, I toss a little love the way of our sponsor, Rocket Mortgage. Because their whole thing is Rocket can. Can. Can't. Can. Can't. I would say uh, when my daughter was little, I can't do that. Can't doesn't, can't doesn't work for me. It's not a word for me. Did you try? Did you give it a shot? We're about can on the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. So I'm going to ask you right off the bat. You realize we made it here to this point? If you're a fan of MLS soccer, you've got soccer back. And they're doing it highly successfully. Now they're working in a bubble. You have auto racing back. They're doing it highly successfully. They're not in a bubble. Golf. When they're in the event, they're in a bubble. When the rest of the week, they're not in a bubble. We've got baseball coming back. We have 10,000, roughly 10,400 tests of baseball this week. Six. Six come up positive. You know what that is, folks? That's can. Yes, we can. We can. I'm proud that on this show, while there has been a myriad of gloom and doom, while other hosts in our industry continue to dwell on the negative on all the terrible things, on all the things that aren't working, all the can't, we continued to focus on the can. Yes, we can. You know why? Because no matter how bad our country gets at times, the way we treat each other, the vitriol, the double standards, the nonsense, the political tribalism that comes with the United States at times. I never doubt this country, and I never doubt you 
and me and my community and that we can figure stuff out. I never doubt it. So in March and April and May, when every other show sounded like a funeral dirge, it seemed to me, when I would turn on sports radio, I refused. And we would have callers that would come up and and argued with me for months. Because you see, there are can people and there are can't people. I used to like it in the business world before I became a radio talk show host for a living. I could always tell an employee that I enjoyed working with, that there was somebody that I was working as part of a team. And you'd need something. You were in a, a higher position. So you'd need a young person or somebody below you to get something done. And I, very much biased, would wait for the first thing to come out of your mouth. And if it was, oh, man, this is going to be impossible. How are we going to do this in this amount of time? This is impossible. How do they expect us to do this? Can't people. And then there's can people. Gotcha. Take the chore, take the assignment, heads down, go to work, get it done. So in life, it's not just rocket mortgage. It's can people and can't people. And if anything in 2020 has shown you, the can't people can drag you down. Can drag you down. I have good friends, people that I love in my life, who in 2020 have been can't people. I got a buddy, Ed. My family, uh, you know, thinks of Ed as family. I think of Ed as family. One of the biggest sports fans I've ever known. And in 2020, he's been a can't person. Uh, See you in 2021. No sports this year. See you in 2021. And every time I'd send him a tweet and go, Ed, calm down. I didn't say don't be a can't person, but that's what he was being. He was being a can't person. Why do you want to get out of bed in the morning and be a can't person? Why do you want to be gloom and doom? But then there are people who get paid to do for a living what I get paid to do. And there are some that specialize in one sport. And instead of being can people... They've been can't people all along. You know why? Because they didn't believe. Because they couldn't convince themselves. They couldn't get past their own fears and insecurities. That we could get this working. That we could find a way to work together. That we could find a way to solve problems. That the smartest people in the world could find a way to make some things work. Can't people? And can people. And I promise you this. Surround yourself with can't people in life. And you're going to be blanking miserable. You're going to be miserable. There is a major baseball analyst. I'll let you figure it out for yourself. A guy who I have the utmost respect for. About how hard he works to do his job and to try to do it well. He's become 
the cleanup hitter of the Cant team. For months. When asked if baseball was going to start the night, the night baseball was announced that it was returning. You don't seem very optimistic. Yeah, I'll give it a 5% chance that it starts. What percent chance do you give that it ends? Zero. A can't person. Not based on anything. Not based on medical expertise. Not based on personal knowledge. Not based on anything but a world view that it's a can't world. Can't. Just can't. We can't. I would come here every Sunday with you during the course of this pandemic, and we would talk. And I love that this audience has been a a chorus of can people. Because you know what I believed? And I've told my bosses this. I don't believe anybody wants to tune into Sports Talk Radio to hear can't. It's, it's, It's crazy. Now, this might be crazy on my part. But I don't believe people are tuning into CBS Sports Radio to hear, yeah, I don't think we can have a football season. I don't know how it could ever happen. Yeah, I don't think baseball could ever happen. I mean, how could it work? Yeah, hockey and NBA, I don't know how it could work. And what you know with the can't people is that they will double down. Even when they're wrong, they will double down. They will keep pushing more chips to the table until their 401k is empty because, gosh, they just want to be right. But at some point, they lost perspective. They lost perspective that by wanting so desperately to be right, that their gloom and doom prophecies were going to be right. They forgot one thing. By taking on that crappy worldview, by taking on that pathetic can't, can't, can't mantra in life, they, all they were doing was exposing themselves. The last person you'd want to be in a foxhole with. Last person you'd want to be in a firefight with if you were, if you were under enemy siege. The last person you could count on at three in the morning if you needed help on the side of the road. The can't people. They lost perspective of the fact that life, that their jobs is supposed to be about, this is the candy store. I hear, I hear all the time from people, Mr. Kincaid, I just did a, uh, uh, my friends with Scholastic Sports Camps, they do sports broadcasting camps for youngsters. My buddy Jeremy Treatman, they do a great camp around the country, and if your kid's never done it, check it out. Do it next year for your kid if they want to be an aspiring sportscaster. And I talk to his camp every year. We were classmates at Temple University. And... I spoke to the kids and I said, be, be positive. You can have a negative opinion about the home team. You can think the head coach stinks. You can think the offensive coordinator is a dope. You can think that the cleanup hitter needs to be replaced. That's not the positive or negative I'm talking about. But if you are doing sports media and you decide to come to work every day, trying to convince people of your negative worldview. This can't happen. We just can't have a season. There's no way it can work. There is no way the pandemic's ever going to ease. There's no way we could ever keep people safe. There's no way we can do this. 
I swear to you. I don't get to make, I don't make hiring decisions. They're smart enough not to give me control of that. But if I was running a business and my business was sports and that was the content I would get, I would fire the person immediately and say, the last thing I need is somebody who just says, oh yeah, they say they're bringing baseball back. Well, I'm going to pee all over it. I'm going to get that fire hydrant and I'm just going to pee right on it. I've already told you before, I found it very ironic over the years that Keith Olbermann had a segment, the worst person in the world, and and who's the worst person in the world today? Because I can tell you, in my years in the media, personal interactions, even co-hosting with him, the worst person I ever dealt with was Keith Olbermann. Write it down in ink. No, better yet, use my Sharpie. Here's my Sharpie. Write it down. The night baseball was coming back. Keith Olbermann, smugly, arrogantly, along the lines of, well, we can talk about baseball coming back as much as we want. If you want to talk about it, we can, but it's never going to happen. It's not happening. You know why? Because Keith's obsessed with November 3rd. He's obsessed with November 3rd. He wants mayhem. He wants negativity. He wants America in turmoil. But thankfully, we've got coaches, we've got players, we've got general managers, we've got owners. We have fans. We have communities. We have people like you that listen to this radio show who refuse to be consumed by the negative. Do you remember the guy, uh, Anthony Pierno, Tony Pierno on Twitter? Do you remember Anthony, the guy in San Francisco, ranting and raving about how positive I was being about the virus back in the day that we would have sports and everything. And he goes, how do you get on the air recklessly saying these type of things? You remember that whole? I do remember that. I guess back under a rock. I guess there's an internet outage in San Francisco. Or maybe all his bandwidth is being taken up at the poop app. You know, knowing where to, you know, go get downloading that poop app. So, you know, where you don't step in the poop when you're walking in public. Yeah, where's that? I don't know how many people during the course of this pandemic, it's there, it can't happen. There's no way it can happen. You could talk about it like it's going to happen. It can't happen. Just can't happen. No, you see, it can. Because when adults are in charge, adults realize, man, this is a, this is a tough fight. Adults realize, man, this is dangerous. This is hard. This is going to be hard work. But you know what adults do? You know what winners do? You know what people who succeed in life do? They don't say never. They don't say can't. They take on the challenge. They may eventually fail in trying to do it. But they are really, really going to die trying. And I salute every one of you. I salute the frontline workers who put us in a position I salute the medical experts who've worked to help to get us in position. I salute the players, the coaches, the general managers, the owners. I salute the people who have to make it happen, who have to push every, every button to make sure that it happens. Because this is what I do for a living. And this is what I live for as far as enjoyment every day behind a microphone talking with you. A can person. Because when a doctor told me 
1997 that I had a 40% chance of seeing Christmas of 98. A 40% chance of seeing Christmas of 98. And asked me if I had my affairs in order. I could have been a can't person or I could have been a can person. I'm too stubborn and stupid, so I'm just writing it off to that, to be a can't person. No, I can. I can do this. And we did it. So if you were one of the positive, if you were one of the ones who was turning out to be the ones that made the smart call and believed in sports, believed in the country, believed in people, believed in the ability to solve problems, God bless you. And you are the kind of people that I love having listening to this radio show every single week and for so many years. Our toll-free line will be open for you, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That line is sponsored by GEICO. Did you know right now GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? It's a great deal. Save 15%. Look, we're all trying to cut a little from the budget right now, right? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com and learn more today. So I'll keep the phone lines open for you all day. And if you're still one of those can't people, it's okay. We can, get, we can get you off the ledge. We can get you off the ledge. We can convince you to look at life positively. Because there's no such thing as half empty. There's only half full. You can't be half empty. Coming up, the NFL says camps are a go-go. But schools aren't, it appears. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. Luck be a lady tonight. Because you have an appreciation for the finer things in life. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And appreciate you finding us. On CBS Sports Radio, we appreciate you being a part of the show. John Beard's already up this morning, at my beard on Twitter. He's very negative. Anthony, you know what he said? He goes, I can turn the channel when John Kincaid comes on. He said, I can change the channel. I said, well, you can at personal hygiene standards, too. Thanks for listening. I know positivity sucks. Because there's people who wake up every day because they want to believe in gloom and doom. I wonder what the embracing of gloom and doom is. I'm hearing Sinatra singing about Vegas. Uh, It's around, uh, it tells me 27 hours till check-in for my flight, Anthony. 27 hours away from check-in. Vegas, my kind of town. It is. It is. It's my kind of town. And as I said to my wife and daughter, do you want to go to Vegas this year? And they said, Dad, we can wear a mask in Atlanta or we can wear a mask in Vegas. What do you think? I said, yeah, good answer. Good answer, good answer. So we got great news on Friday. Now, others will find this negative news. Troy Vincent sends it out. At yesterday's league meeting, the membership was advised that under collective bargaining agreement, the reporting dates for training camp this year are as follows. Rookies July 21st, quarterbacks and injured players July 23rd, all other players July 28th. More good news. Training camps are opening. 
I don't know how they can open training camp. I don't know how they can do this. How would they ever be able to do this? This can't possibly happen. How can you have training camp? This is never going to happen. Football just can't happen. Yes, it can. It can. It can. And you know what? It's happening. And you know what? There may be a bump in the road. They may have to delay a couple weeks. They may have to adjust their schedule somehow. You know what? That's cool. Because at least you tried, and at least you were a Ken, and you tried to make it work. Uh, Major League Soccer, have you been watching any of this, Anthony? Been watching any of the soccer? Are you not, you're, not not. A big, you're not a big soccer guy, right? I mean, you've never been a big soccer guy. A little bit. Doing the show. Do you know they tested uh, 1,114 people in MLS in their bubble? How many people tested positive? Five? Zero. 1,114 tests. A week ago, and my buddy Wes Blankenship pointed this out on Twitter, a week ago it was, MLS is disorganized. They should cancel the tournament. After they had some fake test results come in, incorrect test results. See? Can people find a way to get it done? Can people can make things happen? We'll see if Charlie in Manhattan is a can person. Charlie, what's going on, brother? Oh, I'm doing great, Keith. How are you, buddy? What are you doing, man? Don't call me Keith. <laughs> I'm so, you know what? I'm so sorry. I'm, you were talking about Keith. I'm so yes. sorry, Yes. Please I, don't I, call me Keith. Of all but, the but, names. Of all the names, please yeah, don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was, that was, <laughs> unintentional. I'm a can person, so I have to I like no that. Problem. Very much so. How you doing, Charlie? I'm doing awesome, man. And all, all I can say to your opening uh, monologue, if you want to call it that, is amen, sure. amen, amen. Preach it on high. Preach it every day. Preach it from the mountains and preach it from the uh, from the hollers, you know? Charlie, are you um, are, are you Manhattan, like New York Manhattan? Yeah, New York Manhattan. I'm, I'm, okay. a, I'm, a, dual, I'm a dual Canadian-American citizen, born in New York, uh, raised half my life in Toronto, half my life in New York. And I'm I in heard, New York right now. Because I heard the Canadian in your voice. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. worked. I worked in the NHL a long time, so I, I heard the Canadian in your voice. And, but in my voice, but no you're doubt. in Man. But you've been in Manhattan, so you were literally. And I, I do not yet like to use the term "ground zero because of the hallowed nature of it in New York. But you yeah. were at the little epicenter of what went on with this pandemic, and you're a oh. can person. I'm. Oh, I'm. More, I admire you more than anything, man. Well, a hundred percent. I was going to say if, if you know, uh, and I won't get too political, but if if we can overcome. Um, you know, de Blasio and, and I don't know if people give him credit and Cuomo's performance, which is the worst in the world, but we're on the other side of it. We're on the other side of there it you now. Go. There then, you go. Then, then you can overcome anything. And absolutely, listen, it's one thing to be a realist and the world needs realists. You know, people to say, hey, yes. make sure, you know, measure, measure twice, cut once. That's a necessary thing Correct. to do, right? Correct. But, but the world never succeeded. No civilization, no country, no empire, no civil rights movement. No legislation ever uh, succeeded because someone said, nah, we ain't going to do it. You know, we're not even yes. going to try. Or throw up their hands. Charlie, you know, it's another thing, too, is that there's a, there is a role for a skeptic. I, want, right. I always want a skeptic in my midst. And I for tend sure. to be skeptical at times, critical eye. But there's a difference between a skeptic and somebody who is just a can't person. Can't do it. Won't 100%, work. 100%. Yeah. And, you were, and you were also right that so much of it, unfortunately— 
uh, uh, is tied into people's obsession about uh-huh. uh, politics. It is, and and both ways. And there are people, as and we, as you can, yeah. both ways. People are obsessed with politics, and it's yeah, on absolutely. both sides. And they both look at each other as if they're the oddballs. They they point across the room and go, "They're odd. These people are crazy." Absolutely. I don't know, Charlie. Absolutely. I'm going to forgive you the Keith segment, the Keith thing, because you were so good. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Wayne in Charleston, South Carolina, joins us. Boy, Charleston's beautiful. How are you, Wayne? Morning, John. Good show, man. What's going on, man? Hey, people I call can people are Americans. No I matter what that. color, I believe no matter that. what race, we can yep. come overcome anything. I, I, I saw, we, and it's the truth, and uh, I, I got to run. Thank you for your call. Uh, I saw yesterday here in Atlanta with the death of John Lewis who literally civil rights icon and a man who I got to be in his presence like four or five times at different events, but I got to have two really good conversations in my life with John Lewis, which was just amazing. Uh, a geek out moment when introduced to me. NFL said, training camps will start next week Hello? as scheduled. Hello? Rookies will report on July Hello? 21st. Quarterbacks and injured players on July. my ear, Anthony. What was that? I'm hearing stuff in my ear. Uh, when John Lewis, a geek out moment, John says to me, I, I, get, I get introduced. And he says, I know exactly who you are. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. And he goes, rooting for the Eagles. We got to get you to be a Falcons fan. And it was one of the happiest moments of my life. I'm like, this is a man who is literally a titan, an icon. Uh, most likely braver in his existence in public life than I will ever be. And he's busting on me about being an Eagles fan in Atlanta. It would have been real easy for a guy like John Lewis to be a can't person. This can't work. This can't. We can't reach the goals we want to reach. We can't find success. I couldn't hold elected office. I couldn't be an icon and a titan to the age of 80. But you know what? You can. You can. You can. And people prove it every day. And I am so glad that the positive people are winning this week. I am so glad. And I'm wondering what the, I'm wondering what the negative people are doing. Going, And you know what they will do? I'm going to give you the game plan right out of their own book. Well, you know, they're starting baseball, but it can't finish. It won't finish. There's no way that it's going to be able to finish. That'll be, that'll be the talking point. Because they're going to double down and they're going to double down. They were wrong about this. So now they're going to be like, well, I'll be right eventually. Because they're can't people. And can't people aren't going to lead us anywhere. Yes, we did. Yep. Yes, we can. Was that Barack in Chicago? Was that the, uh, the open-air speech? Which I think was one of his best. It was in Chicago. That was one of his best. That was one of his best. His farewell address in Chicago. Skilled orator, man. Skilled orator. Unbelievable. And, again, you don't agree. I don't agree with any politician all the time. But I love people that can fire up a crowd can talk, can inspire, can send good messages. I love that. Absolutely love it. And get the hell out of town.
Sports Sunday always starts here. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Those of you who've listened to the show for a long time, uh, it is the eve of the Vegas trip, the summer Vegas trip. So you can tell why Anthony's spinning some tunes for me at my request. I love this song. Now, I would say, Anthony, do you know that um, um, I've told the story, but I have my, the envelopes are already made. My gambling envelopes. And I had a, a listener here asking me, he says, do you have your envelopes made yet? And I'm like, yes, I do. I put a certain amount of cash in an envelope for each day. So there's an envelope for Monday, there's an envelope for Tuesday, there's an envelope for Wednesday, there's an envelope for Thursday. They go in the safe, in the room. And each day when I go to gamble, you take money out of the envelope for that day and you do not touch any other day's envelope. When you finally go to bed at night, whenever you call it quits, you take whatever you've got out of the money you've been dealing with all day long, And you put it back in that Monday envelope, you seal it up, and you put it in the safe, and you start tomorrow with Tuesday. Start tomorrow, do the same thing on Tuesday, start tomorrow with Wednesday. And I swear to you, on almost every single trip that I take, I come back pretty much with the money that I came with. Sometimes I've had I've had weeks where I've uh, you know come back, you know, I've had a a week where you had three, four hundred hours ahead. I've had weeks where I've come home 100, 150, 200 hours down. But that's what I try to do. Just keep it even. You can keep it even like that. And uh, you're going to have up days, you're going to have down days, but it's going to be entertainment and hopefully a lot of fun. And we will. Uh, you can help me make some bets earlier on, l- later on in the show because uh, I will make my bets on over-unders for the NFL season coming up and the Major League Baseball season. I've never been out in summertime when I've been able to make an over-under bet on teams' win totals for a baseball season. So this is going to be fun. We'll see if Anthony's going over or under on some of these teams. Did it go over on my Mets? Uh, I saw the Mets lineup. Meet beat the, the Mets. Mets. Beat the Mets. Step right up. You'll beat the Mets. Grab the kitties. Bring the wife. Grab the kitties very nicely, by the way. Don't be mean to them. Don't grab them by the arm. See Mets fans documenting like, you know... Wrecking those homers over the wall. This sounds like a barbershop quartet. This the oldest song they've got. They're the stinking loser. New York Mets. The New York Mets. People will also know that on uh, the radio show we do in Atlanta, Buck and Kincaid, 20-year anniversary coming up in a, gosh, now I can say weeks. Uh, we sing Beat the Mets every time the Braves beat the Mets. Every time they beat the Mets, Anthony, we do that just for you. Uh, Canadians pull a power play. No, they aren't invading us. <laughs> they know better. They know better. Now, just a joke to my Canadian friends. Uh, the Blue Jays have denied, have been denied by the Canadian government the ability to play games in Toronto during the pandemic. I'd like to thank the Canadian government. I'd like to thank them. Because it's just, it, it is it's really funny that, so it's July the 18th. It dawns on them. Yeah, well, we can't have the, we can't have the Blue Jays playing in, in, in Rogers Center. Okay, that's cool. 
We'll take the games. We'll take the games here in America. There it is. It's a beautiful anthem. Beautiful anthem. We'll take the games here in America. It's our sport anyway. Much like we've taken the Stanley Cup. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, it's an American thing now. We'll take, we'll take the Stanley Cup, just like you took the Stanley Cup. We'll take the baseball games. I love Toronto, so I'm not going to rip on Toronto. You know how much I love Toronto if you listen to this show. But uh, Toronto, seriously, it took this long to figure out you weren't going to have games. So here's what I would suggest. I don't need to hear, that's fine. Play the games in the United States. When Toronto decides it's open for business again for their franchise, let them have it. But I'd also suggest that baseball stop any kind of pipe dream or any kind of consideration of playing in Montreal. There's no need for it. Again, there's can people and there's can't people. And you can be a can't person all you want. I'm not doing business with can't people. So the idea of bringing baseball back to Montreal, no, 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 no. There's enough American cities that want it. Nashville, Vegas, Charlotte, in that order. Nashville, Vegas, Charlotte. I think the A's go to Vegas. I think that one of the Florida teams goes to Nashville. That would be my solution if I had my choice. Shannon in Fort Lauderdale joins us. I love Fort Lauderdale. How are you, you know, Shannon? Li- listening to your story about how you're going to spend your money in Vegas, somewhere Kenny Rogers is smiling. <laughs> Dude, I'm very much, and, and you know what? I will find, Shannon, I'm going to find the, the cheapest table I can sit at at the Bellagio. Oh, I, will, I, I will get there, and I have to sit at, I'm so, I am, my wife and daughter call me Sheldon. If you ever watch <laughs> The Big Bang Theory. Of course. Um, I have to sit at third base at the blackjack table. And it's one of the only places my wife will say, if you don't want my husband to talk your ear off, sit next to him at a blackjack table because I don't talk. I just concentrate. So I sit at third base. You sit in the back table with your back against the wall so that nobody can come in without you knowing it? Yes. I do do that. Are you just just, just asking me that or did you know that I do that? I have to sit sit facing the door. I've been listening to you for quite a while. I I think you're very... (laughs) Very, um, very astute person, even though you're a Philly fan. You know, well, it's there okay. it goes. You can't be, you, can't be too astute. And listen, you're in Atlanta. You're a Philly fan. You got the birds and you got the Phillies. Uh, so you don't know which way is up. But there we let me go. tell you this. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. And this is like ground zero now for the pandemic. Right. I have friends in New York that want to come down. And it's like $38 on Spirit round trip. Sure. And like. They can't get back into New York without, like, having to fill out this form and everything. And it's like, you know, it's like a free-for-all. Shani, you know what they're not saying, though? Do you notice what they're not saying? The, uh, like, the age of the the people getting it, that are testing positive. All the errors, all the errors in testing. Right. Like, the other day, they had 300 places that reported 100% positive test rates. They're just, there's a lot of crazy stuff, but the big deal is this. Like, I can't go see my mother in Philly. I can't get on a, like, I was going to get on a plane and go up and see my mom just to see my mom. But they're like, well, when you get off the plane, you have to give your ID, give your phone, and you're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. I can't quarantine for 14 days. I have to work. So I can't even go up and see my mom. My my roommate, my roommate's from um, Health Kitchen, and his daughter's up there, and she's like 19 years old. So what he did is he flew into, um, West Philadelphia, or I guess uh, 
whatever the airport is, the, the small and then airport. Drove up, and, and then drove. Dr- drove up. That's a good idea. I may have to do that, too. I may have to do and, that, um, too. Let me tell you this. Um, you're a very smart man, and I do like to listen to you on Sunday morning. It gives me my, my feeling of peace, you know, that I'm getting the week started correctly. I love that. Thank you so much. That is a great honor. Thank you so much for that, buddy. Take care of yourself. Uh, I want to ask about whether we are trusting the science anymore or not. Like the NFLPA is now, it's safe to open training camp. The doctors have spoken. It's safe to open training camp. They're going to be out there and take care of business. They're going to go and they're going to have their season. So we're coming back there. The, uh, I don't know, Anthony, have they heard, have you heard anything about the schools up in your area? Have you heard, or is it too early for them to be making decisions? Uh, about the what's plan going on? is uh, to come back in the fall. I mean, they are giving people the option. Uh, they can sign up to uh, remote um, learn, remote learn. The, uh, the American Association of Pediatric Medicine has spoken. Because we're wondering, is, is it good to have sports back? Is it smart to have sports back? Should we be reopening our sports? Well, the American Association of Pediatric Medicine has spoken, and it's real easy to read what the foremost experts in our country say about our kids going back to school, because it's very controversial. And this plays into college football. They are relatively unanimous in their suggestion that, yes, our kids need to be back for in-person learning. And this applies to colleges, too, as we're talking about colleges and getting college kids back and doing those things, getting kids on campus, which, of course, then plays into the fact of of college sports, which I always considered the most vulnerable because of the fact that there was an education factor tied to it. But the American Association of Pediatric Medicine is very, very clear, very clear. We need to send our kids back to school, Uh, mental health physical well-being, socialization. The damage from the pandemic will have long-lasting effects, and we need to stem the correction of that. Too much screen time. It's not effective learning doing that. So I see that there are, like, I, I can see where I live in Atlanta. We have jurisdiction saying, nope, kids are staying home, doing school at home. And... I'm thinking to myself, are we not trusting the I, I thought it was trust the science, right? Wasn't that what we heard? Trust the science about sports, about school, about trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. Well, if it's trust the science, are we not trusting the science anymore? Are we trusting politicians? Are we trusting, like, like what are we trusting here? The American Association of Pediatric Medicine, these are the, the foremost experts on child health. And they're saying, get your kids back in school, which means, too, I think, too, a lot of the the colleges get the kids back on campus. Now, I am very, very concerned about college athletes being able to do the right thing compared to professional athletes, because college athletes, well, let's just say I went to college and I know that my maturity level for doing the right thing at times maybe wasn't the best. So I worry about the chances of the, of the success of being able to pull that off. 
getting your, you know, getting, getting kids back on a college campus and then asking them to do the right things and asking them to not be out and about and to do the proper social distancing and things like that, because we all know it's very, very difficult. You're young men, you're young women, you're on a college campus. The hormones are flowing, the alcohol is flowing, the uh, distractions are flowing. So there's plenty of things that can keep everybody, uh, you know, can potentially derail things. But I've heard all along, trust the science. It's one of the reasons why I have said before, I don't like wearing a mask, but I wear a mask. When I'm at, when every single place I'm required to, I wear a mask. And did Anthony, I don't know if you saw earlier in the week. What happened? Christina got me Eagles masks. See, I'm not into that. I, I, I can't. Oh, I'm not going to awesome. start a COVID-19 mask collection. It's just, yeah. it's too depressing. Well, I needed them for the flight. I mean, to my, Vegas. my plan is not to wear these things long term. So. Guess what? My plan's to throw them out. But I'll wear them now. But the Eagles mask, I really like being able to wear that. I've been tempted. You know, I went on the Mets shop yes. the other day, saw all the Mets masks. They say, though, if you wear a Mets mask, you have a chance to choke. <laughs> As it, is, it comes with a choking hazard. It does come with a choking hazard. So be very careful with that. But are we, tr- but again, are we trusting the science or are we not? Because when the foremost experts on children's health speak out and document their opinions and everything, why are we not trusting them now? I, I thought we were supposed to trust them. I'm very confused. All right, coming up, Major League Baseball over-unders, NFL over-unders in the same week? Yes. I need your help with some ideas. We'll get to it next. Plus, wait till you hear me on Daniel Snyder and all of you and your reaction. It's the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 